Hey, what's up? Welcome to the AV Club podcast. I have a mustache. For those of you that are just listening, I got a freaking mustache on my lip. But anyways, my guest today is Jackson Godoy. Jackson is a former collegiate baseball player. He played at the University of Mary Hardin Baylor. And due to unforeseen injury, he had to stop. But that didn't stop him from telling me about his experiences. Boom. How do you like that? Uh, we talked about his experiences as a baseball player. And then we kind of just talked about life. We just kind of, we just kind of, you know, caught up. And it was a good conversation. And I think you guys will really enjoy it, especially from the perspective of that collegiate athlete, which you might not hear a lot or, you know, kind of understand uh, being a normal student or a non-collegiate athlete. I don't know. Anyways, here's Jackson Godoy. Enjoy. So Jackson Godoy, thanks for coming on. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks for fun. being here, man. I really appreciate it. Um, last second thing, kind of, but... I was I was actually surprised you were down. No joke. I, I was yeah. thinking about asking you. I asked Daniel first because like you know you came here to do his yeah. thing, and I was like, oh, I don't want to like you know jock anything. But yeah. um, dude, so what's it like studying like neuroscience and like how's that process been for you? Well, you see, you kind of get into it. You meet a lot of people, and uh, they kind of look like you don't know anything. Yeah, and then you just say a couple smart things, and then they kind of. I think you know what you're talking about yeah. and then it works out, you know, <laughs> dude, so you're, 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 in field, you're in the field of marketing, dude. How has yeah. that been for you? It's, it's been really fun. Uh, I haven't really heard of a lot of other people that we went, at least what we went to school with doing things that I'm doing or getting to do. Uh, so it's, I feel like I'm getting a little bit different, better experience. A lot of, I don't know, like not conceited, but like it's, it's kind of fun because I get to do a lot of what a lot of people in my position don't get to do. If that makes sense. Since I, cause I am at a lot smaller company than what oh, most people right. would go into. Yeah. Cause most of the time when you go into marketing, you, you either join it for a specific uh, company or you'll go, if you go to an agency, a lot of times they're like hundred, 200 people. Mm-hmm. And then your role in that is like focused on one thing. So if you write emails, you write emails, that's it. That's right. all you do is write emails. Or if you do ads, that's all you do is ads. Um, but since we are, I am at such a smaller company, it helps because I literally get to do every bit of aspect of it. That's cool. It, it's yeah, it's so much fun. But how, how many people work there with you? Uh, right now we have five people. Dang, so, so yeah, super, super small. Are yeah. Y'all, y'all, so it's the two co-founders and then me, and then there's another one, another guy that's in my position. And then we have like a client account manager. Oh, cool. So it kind of just manages the clients. Keeps them happy. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. It's working well so far. Yeah. I mean, the couple, <laughs> every once in a while you get a couple of weeks where you feel overwhelmed because you have so much work. Right. Because obviously we want to get as many clients as we can, but we only have so many people. You can only do so much work. and. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just feels overwhelming because everyone wants something at the same time. So, yeah, I can't imagine that. I was in a similar role, you know, at my previous job, mm-hmm. but I I didn't do really anything in that aspect of the marketing. Right. Like it was like half marketing, half photography stuff. Yeah. And I just did the hand, handled the photography stuff, but I got to see a lot of it, and it's it's cool that you get to. I don't know how much you actually interact with people. Uh, are you calling people a lot and like, or is it just email stuff? I mean, for the most part, I don't really talk to the clients at all. Yeah. Um, for, like that's why we have for originally it was a lot of, I was in client meetings and having, we, uh, we did this marketing for this one company and the guy just somehow, well, I had like my phone number and my, uh, email 
signature or whatever and he just got it and he just preferred calling and so probably once or twice a day he'd call me and be like hey man like uh can we get this done or like wh- whatever else they needed and it felt weird for me because i mean like it was in my first year in the role and i right. was like i don't know if this is like appropriate or yeah, like kind of how do i what to do like right off the bat you have to like yeah the confidence isn't there for you to- yeah and so it was it was a little weird but now that we have that client account manager uh, she kind of runs most of the communication. So if I ever have questions, I just send them to her and she communicates oh, them with the cool. client. So it's a lot easier. That's awesome, man. What? So you're, you're born in Houston? Mm-hmm. Raised in Houston? Born and raised. Yeah. Houston area. Everyone just says Houston, but yeah, yeah. pretty close. <laughs> well, we're technically, we're in Georgetown, but we say Austin. You know? Yeah. Like, and so originally I was born in Galena Park, which is like East Houston. It's like down the hood a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but around the first grade, I moved up to Huffman, Texas, which is like this little small country town. <laughs> Definitely didn't really fit in too well. I mean, like I, I like I like the country. I like having fun. I like going mudding and stuff. And mm-hmm. but I wasn't like a big fisher. Like I don't really go hunting that much. Like my grandpa, my grandpa does, and like my uncles do. But it's not like something I'm like always into. So yeah, yeah, I feel that it was, it was a little different. And you got dudes driving around lifted trucks, big wheels, like all kinds of stuff. And of course my first car, I got a Mustang. So it was like <laughs> a little bit out of the blue. Um, but yeah. And then, so my junior year actually transferred schools. Uh, oh shoot. Junior yeah. High school. Yeah. Yeah. Junior high school transferred schools to Crosby, which is like just South of it. It's not as country. It's got a little more diversity to it. Mm-hmm. So it was a little, a little more fun. For me anyway but yeah so but that's all all of that's like 30 45 minutes east of here or not here houston, Downtown <laughs> houston. houston. yeah that's cool that's pretty close that's yeah similar, so it's not literally yeah. similar to right where we are right now yeah it's it's interesting being on the outskirts of a big city because you there's i don't know there's still a decent amount to do on the outskirts but mm-hmm. it's it's definitely obviously not the big city vibe you get yeah but you're so close that and it's almost a burden how close you are right because it's like you want to go downtown yeah. and you're like, ah, oh, well, if we, we go downtown, that means we got to drive back or like, we'll find a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it was where I grew up. I grew up in North Texas area, Granbury. Right. So we were like 45 minutes, I think South or so. Honestly, I don't even, yeah, I think South, 45 minutes South of Fort Worth, Southwest or something right. like that. And so it's like, you want to go to Fort Worth? It's yeah. like a whole day event, you know, and you don't want to like in high school, like we, I didn't have the gas money to drive there every weekend or even most of the like even so i rarely win is what i'm trying to say but right. there's like a mall and stuff and like yeah. we said so we had, for the most part when i was in high school we didn't really go downtown very often like we would go maybe like once or twice a year like we'd go see like the houston zoo lights like that was always a fun thing to do like during christmas time they had mm-hmm. like lights throughout the zoo or like if we wanted to go to see like an Astros game, but like oh, yeah. before you turn 18, like there's really not a lot to do right. downtown Houston. Like there's not like, they have like events and stuff, but that's just like, it wasn't like our, like my friend group, like it wasn't like something that we really did. We didn't go out that much. Yeah. No, I feel that. What, um, so let's talk about college now. So yeah, I know obviously a lot happens in, in high school and you develop interests and in things and yours was baseball and then you, Got to go play college ball at UMHB, yeah. man. How was that experience? That for you? was honestly like something that I had like wanted to do growing up, like my entire life. Like when I, I, I could literally remember from like when I was like eight years old, I was like, okay, I want to go play college baseball. Yeah. Like at some, like I don't know, I don't even, at the time, I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't understand how it all worked, but I knew that was like a dream of mine. And so, like, 
Like I started playing baseball when I was three years old, which is like, which is young. Like normally you wait till four or five. Yeah. But my dad was the coach, and I was like, they thought it was good enough, so I just, they kind of let me play and just kind of growing up. And then I think when I turned like seven, I started playing like select ball. So like for like basketball, it's like AU. Mm-hmm. Like it's just called select for baseball. Um, and then just literally played that up until I graduated high school. And so That's awesome. getting to put all like from putting all that work in all those like weekends playing and then finally going to get to play baseball in college was like it was crazy yeah i bet yeah was it so you went to umhb which is a private school private baptist college right? yeah yeah what was that baseball experience like there like was it different than what you kind of pictured in your mind because uh you know yeah so getting recruited it's like a weird process and a lot of times it's hard to unless you're like really good which like in high school I was I was good. I wasn't like amazing. Right. But unless you're really good, you're not gonna go to these deep like big D ones. Especially coming from like a four A or five A school. Yeah. If you're at a six A school and you're doing pretty decent, then you might get some looks. But if you're at like four A five A school and you're not completely dominating, there's no shot you're gonna go to these big D ones. And I kinda learned that like close to like my junior year of high school. I kinda figured that out. And so I was like kinda almost like settling. I was like, all right, let me just go D three. Like like I want to go play college baseball, like whatever that looks like, I want to go do that. And Mm so getting there, it's, it's a little bit different than what I expected. Cause I expected more of like, okay, like this is like almost like your job now. Mm -hmm. Like, cause that's like all you hear about, like from D one players is like, now that you're D one, like this is literally like everything you do is centered around like playing the sport. But at a D three, it's, you still have that like student athlete title. Like mm. it's definitely more focused on like, look, like we know you're here, like you love playing the sport. That's all, that's all it was. It was like guys that just like love playing the sport. Cause there weren't no scholarships. You weren't right. getting no money from it. It was just, let's just hang out, <laughs> play a sport that we love. Like you put some work in, like see how good you can do. Yeah. And so, but they were like really focused on like getting done with your school though. So that's that, was, cool. that, that was cool. I, I, I was kind of glad for that. Though. That's beneficial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, well, baseball's a little different, but like in most other sports, if you're D3, the odds of you going pro. Yeah. It's, it's really slim. Know, yeah. And yeah. so I, I can see how that's just like a, a really just a passion point, passionate uh, yeah. about the sport at that point because of the fact that it's just super hard to get into yeah. any sort of pro. But yeah, I think it's like every year, I think there's like three or four D three players of the entire nation that get drafted. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's insane, man. Mostly pitchers too. Oh, that makes a lot of yeah. sense too. Um what was it like? Did you guys get any like special treatment from the teachers or anything? Be uh, honest. Be honest. Be honest. <laughs> For the most part, no. Um that sucks. So not worth it. You, yeah, UMHB it's a big football school. If you don't yeah. know, like if you ever like a lot of time, I, it's always fun to see though because like you see these like twitter pages like the texas sports pages or whatever and they're always talking about like the best football teams and and like best college football teams in texas mm-hmm. and like umhb is always the top like it's always the top one because they have the most wins in like the last like 10 years or whatever Jeez. just because they yeah so they they kind of got special treatment a little bit just because of how good they were right um it wasn't it wasn't nothing crazy though it was just like kind of like the teachers were like they like you knew who the the football players were yeah and so like for baseball the the teachers weren't like annoyed with us ever so like like most of the teachers that were there they were like really cool like they were nice they were cool they would help you out when you needed it because like during the season we're we'd be gone for probably about a third of the 
of the Dang. semester. Yeah. Wow. Just because for travel time and then just whatever else comes up. And so sometimes like you, most of them, like they, they knew, like they were like, Hey, like if you, if you play a sport, like come up to me, like very, like that's the first thing they say in class, like come to me, let me know. And then we'll make accommodations, like depending on like, if you have to leave for like mm-hmm. a game or something, or if you're not going to be here, like whatever works. So they're always like really cool about it. But I wouldn't say like special treatment. I think it was more of like they were kind of just doing what they like. Yeah. It made sense to do. Right. But it wasn't like, oh, like I know this dude's playing baseball. Let me give him like 10 more points on a yeah. test or something. No, it was. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I, I remember at Texas Tech, I was in a, I think it was my first year there. I didn't exactly know what I was going to major in. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I took a couple random classes and I had this uh, sports management ca- class. And it was like, I mean, the teacher was cool. She used to work with one of the very famous women's coaches that coached at the, at Texas tech. And so she'd been in the system for a a long time. She knew Texas tech and she knew like, like sports management stuff, I guess. I don't know. And so, um, a lot of athletes went in that class. I had like two or three football players Mm -hmm. and I remember one basketball player. His name is Matt Temple. Big, this dude actually got recruited by Texas Tech playing pickup ball, pickup ball with his fraternity uh, at just at the rec. What? I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Like he was just a massive dude, yeah. and he knew how to like use his body and stuff. And so he was playing pickup ball, and somebody saw him, and then they were like, "Yeah, red shirt, come play with us." And he yeah, did. Cool. <laughs> but dude, he showed up. I legitimately saw him three times in class the whole semester, and yeah. I was like, "Where's he at?" And then he still passed. He still graduated, and I was like, "Yeah, no, that, that, yeah. that would not happen with us." There like, it if is. You didn't show up year yeah yeah and it's yeah it's smaller school too so they know but this the coach i mean i guess the teacher of the class who used to be a coach she was like probably all for it like "Ah, okay just you know i I know what you're doing just go ahead and do it because at d1s it's 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 so crazy man because i I also had classes with football players Mm -hmm. and the same thing they wouldn't show up ever like hardly ever and then some, uh, there was a certain point in time where I remember that they had, uh, they had to start showing up, I think, because they started to miss a lot. Yeah. And so what would happen is that they would assign a student to be with them as like a chaperone kind of to make sure that they went to class. And so there'd be, there'd be a student in the class that was like ticking log for the, the athlete, making sure they went and stayed for like the whole thing. Right. Yeah, it was crazy, man. And like, I think eventually, like I heard a couple stories of the athletes would pay them to like be like yo just sign yeah. me in and they would pay them or like give them whatever because i don't know how it works at umhb but at tech like they're obviously sponsored by uh under armor and so they right. get a ton of gear and so they'd be like you want this shirt you want these shorts you want this these pair of shoes yeah. here you go just sign me in and so i mean it, dude in like texas tech is like football school heavy right yeah. all the way up until the last four years then basketball kind of flipped and basketball is kind of the bigger thing now but it's just crazy that the perks that they get and, and the stuff that happens behind the scenes that nobody knows about. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So that's also like the difference between D1 and D3. Like D1s, like they, they get like sponsorships. Right. With, but D3, it's not really a spot. It's like more of a partnership. Yeah. That makes sense. So like we don't get all this free stuff. Like we still, I mean, we don't pay for it, sort of say, but like the school pays for it. Like yeah. they like, they still have to buy everything. Like every year we got tennis shoes or like trainers and then we would get cleats Mm. and then that was we'd get like a shirt like a practice shirt a 
game shirt to wear like under your jersey if you wanted one and then like a long sleeve and i think that was it yeah and then i think two of the years i was there they they gave us bats but that was like a different partnership with a different oh, well, cool. brand yeah but i mean other than that like you have to buy your own glove your own batting glove oh that's like, crazy yeah and i mean like of course like everything in the uniform they like they but you, that's not yours though you don't get to keep but if you like every one like sleeves or like wristbands or anything else like you got to buy yourself wow i didn't yeah. know that and so it's it a little wild. bit different <laughs> i think the the baseball culture is like what's that one brand evo shield Ooh, mm-hmm. something like that yeah evo shield so that's yeah. like a pretty popular brand in baseball culture the stuff looks sweet yeah but, it works too yeah yeah so they have like different a lot of it's it's all like about protection like it's, it's like a shield you know yeah and so they have like the one that you see a lot of the pros where they have like on the elbow like yeah. the elbow pad like that's it like conforms so it comes in just like a flat pack and then whenever you open it up like something something about it whenever it touches air it like starts forming so like when you first get it you. yeah you got to mold it so you just put it on wrap it around you literally sit there for 30 minutes just like having it on wow yeah so those are kind of crazy i had one for my wrist that would wear there's like a little wristband just so like the ground balls pop up don't hit you in the wrist yeah but. that's cool the baseball gear looks sweet though like if you mm-hmm. if you know what you like and you yeah. like it's it looks pretty dope especially yeah. with the glasses on <laughs> yeah so that was something i didn't really get into until i got into college like growing up i never wore like sunglasses or anything like if the sun was in my eyes i just kind of got used to it which is weird to say but and then i got into college and i was like everyone else is wearing sunglasses i want to wear sunglasses and i started wearing them but after that it was just like i had to wear them yeah like if the sun was out i had to have them on because my eyes got got so adjusted to wearing them that sun was just so bright if i wouldn't wear them yeah i mean it makes sense it's kind of crazy that you can there's a sport where you can have sunglasses on yeah right. it's weird to think about yeah, yeah like i guess in basketball you can wear goggles like i mean mm-hmm. whatever that's 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 yeah, that's different. Yeah, but, we we had a couple kids that would wear goggles. Yeah, yeah. Are they nerds? <laughs> See, that's the thing is like baseball. <laughs> you get some really weird personalities and like funny oh, personalities. Really? Yeah, everyone's got like a especially the pitchers. The pitchers are the worst. <laughs> they do seem the weirdest. Yeah, the pitchers are definitely the weirdest. And it's funny to say because like at one point I was a PO, yeah. and so it was I was <laughs> kind of part of that group. But yeah, definitely the pitchers are the they, they have the personalities of the the group. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. What was your favorite part of that experience playing baseball? Like, um, was it the group of guys you got to meet, or was it actually playing ball and like continuing that that dream of yours? Or a lot of it was just playing ball. Like yeah. that was. There's just something about baseball that I just love doing, and I mean, I'm sure like every everyone has their passion, right? So right. that was just like kind of what mine was, and I just like loved being out there, loved being on the field, just like kicking dirt around, just <laughs> standing in the field, just kicking dirt yeah honestly like that's like that's you if you talk to a lot of like infielders like that's what a lot of them will say like that's what they miss the most about playing is just like moving the dirt around with your feet it's just like it's a different feeling you feel yeah. comfortable like it's like your spot um and like after the games like we would rake the field or like pick up stuff and like 
a lot of times like everyone had assignments and so your assignment was to pick up basically around your area like where you played and so like you kind of had this like ownership like okay like this is my spot like this is my area like i'm gonna keep it clean i'm gonna yeah like keep it right and so even during the game like you're just kind of like moving stuff around like this is how i like it so it was like it was almost like it was your part of the field yeah you think that's why they have you guys do that or do you think it's just because it's faster yes and i i think it had something to do with it but also it's faster picking up everyone's (laughs) like different parts of the field everybody's helping out yeah that's i never thought about that actually because you see that all the time not in the pros obviously they don't do anything but play ball but yeah like i know in high school that's a big thing you have to pick up after the field you have to rake it and i I don't think you guys mow do y'all uh no the when we're in high school the coach mode and then in college we had like a grounds crew that would come mow yeah but i mean we would take like well in high school so our high school field really wasn't all that great like if it ever rained oh man those days were crazy it would hold water so easily oh wow and so there'd be that's everywhere in houston yeah but like there's that like that like period of time it's like kind of the february ish time like when like baseball season starting where it just starts raining a lot and it's cold and like water would just sit out there so bad like Mm -hmm. we would have days where we were supposed to practice where we're out there with like shop vacs and like squeegees like out in the outfield like getting water off the field and we had like guys on the other side of fence like digging trenches to like so we would like fill the shop back up put in buckets like run over the fence dump it over the fence and it was just (laughs) running off the field and so we out be out there for a day maybe two days doing that (laughs) And so, I mean, that like that also kind of came with like, okay, like this is our field. Like we've been putting all this work yeah. in. Like it, it builds some type, like a different type of bond that you would get yeah. than, than you wouldn't have it another way. But it's crazy though, because my high school or Crosby that I graduated from, they like two years after I graduated, they built a brand new like complex. And so there's, so now it's like this whole, like you walk into it, it does not look like a high school. It's, they have, two full-size turf baseball fields two full-size softball fields Jeez. yeah and it's completely turf and so like we, we always go back like a lot of us will go back and just like man these these guys don't know what it is like like they have it nice here like they don't have to do all these like they don't have to keep up with the field like most they have to do is like kind of just like pick up trash like right. that's it yeah and so it's it's definitely i feel like they get them they're missing out on something but then again it's like you can get to play on turf field you don't to do anything yeah. to it there's no bad hops there's like pros and cons yeah Damn. so would you um would you ever consider doing something with baseball as a career like a full-time career yeah like i've always kind of thought about it i mean so i thought that i may have like had the chance to like maybe do something after college yeah um like in terms of like place professionally or something yeah uh definitely not going to like straight into the majors like right. that's it's so hard to do you kind of learn about it a little more as you grow up like most of the guys that get drafted like you don't go straight into playing for whatever team you get drafted for like there's a you gotta go through the minor leagues and play for a little bit um but i mean i was like a pretty good pitcher and yeah. so like that was like something that i like if i like probably could have put a little more time into i probably could have done i like maybe just started low and then like work a little bit more into it but and then i tore my labrum and then it was just like <laughs> that's it <laughs> so you just tore it after years of wear and tear yeah i think that's what it was um for the most part but 
so when I got it like x-rayed and everything, they, mm-hmm. they like found that I have this like weird, I, I always forget what it's, it's like degenerative, like bone something. And so like my shoulders are actually like degenerating, like the bone marrow in them. Oh my God. Yeah. Which is like crazy to think about, like, cause I can't really tell. I mean, they said like some people have it, but unless you do like extensive work with it, like you would never tell. Right. And just so like the years of just throwing and throwing and throwing and just kind of eventually, like at some point it just gave out. Wears it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And they said like, it's not like one of those things like where you like have to get Tommy John, you blow out your like meniscus or whatever. Like, like it's not something you just feel like it's just like a, after a while, it just like, you just realize that you can't throw anymore. Mm. I I think it it happened my junior year in college whenever I was, I was, I was just pitching. So I was just pitching. So every time I would throw, I was throwing it like literally as hard as I can. And I said like at the beginning of the season, I was like sitting like 85, like around there. I was like top at 88 by the end of the season. It was like what, three months later, I was like barely hitting 80. Wow. And like, I, I thought it was just like, oh, like I've never done like a full season just pitching before. So that's probably just what it is. But then I took the whole summer off because I was like, let me just take a break. Like, let me let my arm rest. Like, just kind of hang out for a little bit. Come back my senior season, uh, right at the beginning of the fall season when I started throwing again, I just like, I knew something was wrong because it was yeah. like, it was hurting bad. I could barely throw it like 180 feet. Jeez. And it was just like, yeah, it kind of just takes you out of it and you're just like, <laughs> can't do anything now. So it's weird. That's such a but, bummer. But yeah, so that kind of took away my chance of like going pro or anything. Mm. Um, but I always kind of want to be like around the sport in some way. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've thought about like going to coach. I actually, I right now I'm like doing, uh, I do like lessons, like batting lessons that's and cool. pitching lessons for like kids around like Houston area. So that's fun to do. Um, and then... I was starting to get into like coaching a team, but the team I was coaching was not good. And so it was, it was kind of hard. Like I kind of, I kind of feel for the coaches that I played for when we like weren't playing well. Like I I get it now. Like it's, you feel like everything's your fault, even though like you kind of know it's not, but it's just like you kind of take the blame for everything. And and I just kind of, this wasn't ready for that to jump in. And the kids are so young and like, I just felt bad and, there's a lot of politics that go into it with the, the parents and everything. It's just, That's I, strange. Yeah. So it's whole, I take a break for a little bit and yeah. come back later. <laughs> the whole politics thing is super weird. It's like, yeah, I, I understand from the parents point, like I want mm-hmm. my kid to play. I want them to succeed and, and you know, have fun. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to do what I can to make sure they can. But it's, at a certain point, it's like, let you got to let them do it on their own and you have to, like if they're not good, yeah. then you're going to put them in a worse position because of that. If they're playing when they're not good or when they yeah. shouldn't be, that whole thing is weird. Cause it's in every sport where there's politics and yeah. it's like, a, not even just in sports, it's literally in everything like jobs, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's who, you know, not what you know. Exactly. And like such a strange concept, but yeah, man, that's crazy. It's cool that you're coaching though. It's cool that you're passing on that knowledge. Yeah. I, I admire that. My dad, I'm sure just like your dad has always coached me mm-hmm. and like, you know, my dad was basketball. We played basketball growing up all the time and, and baseball up until yeah. a certain point. And he was always the coach. Like he taught us everything and I'm yeah. sure your dad was that like that too. So the exact same. So yeah. yeah. Does, it, does it feel like, do you ever like think about that when you're coaching? You're like, man, like yeah. kind of what my dad. Well, so my dad's like, he's literally like Mr. Everything. Like he, <laughs> he's involved in every single thing that he can possibly be involved in. Like, Growing up, like he, like obviously he, said he coached my baseball team. He coached mm-hmm. my, well, he, even before I was born, he was coaching already. Like he was, like he was coaching like his like friends' sons' teams or like his like cousins' teams or 
like wh- wherever he could be coaching and so like of course like once i grew up and i was playing like it was easy for him just to jump into it and so like he did like baseball basketball football played soccer for a year he was coaching that he had no idea to play soccer but he, he, he coached us and like he had, he had some help but he was like one of the coaches and uh yeah it's just like and then so doing that until literally up until i got into high school and like there was no reason for him to coach me anymore yeah and that's weird at some point he was running the basketball league in our <laughs> in our town yeah like he was like the head guy like so that was kind of cool growing up because I, I think it was from when i was in like sixth grade up until i got like close into high school he was like running it and so my like after school i would just go over to the gym and just like hang out and like make sure like because people like were running practices so sometimes sometimes i'd be the one opening the gym like eighth Dang. grade like running over because like it wasn't too far from right right from where we were and so i would just run over open the gym for people let people in and uh so that was kind of fun and then weekends like all the games were on saturday and so yeah. my weekends were spent like i would either be running like running the concession or i'd be like doing the scorebook or the uh the score during the game like time clock everything oh yeah and then even like turned into like me rapping for a little bit like <laughs> I, I would rep like the little kids <laughs> yeah so it, that was always fun got to grow up around that um definitely wouldn't have had that experience if he wasn't running it yeah but right yeah so and then on top of that he was even part of he held, like held a position on the school board wow yeah and so he's just like literally anything he could do he was doing it i don't Dang. i still don't understand how he was doing all these things like Pops. at the same time so i don't know if i'd ever get to that <laughs> extent yeah but definitely like no i definitely see myself like doing the same things that he, he was doing growing up yeah yeah so that's, that's cool that's so cool man and it's really cool i really like the fact that not only are you going to have the knowledge that he had and he mm-hmm. gave to you, but all this other knowledge that you've accumulated, yeah. you're going to be able to pass it down and, and yeah. show these little kids, even if you know them or don't, and eventually maybe your kids, if mm-hmm. you know that's the thing. But I think it's the coolest thing is like you like have a kid come in and you kind of like see, you can easily see the things you're doing wrong. You just like do the things that like other coaches do with you. And all of a sudden they're getting it and you're like, dang, this actually works. Like, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. So it's a really cool just opportunity to teach somebody something. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. Like, yeah, that's amazing, dude. Would you ever like, is, is there, a, are there specific gyms that are just for baseball? I know they have like, you know, cages where they have like machines that throw pitches and stuff, but mm-hmm. is there anything that's like a half that, half like weight room that, that specializes in baseball only stuff? Um, I would, I would say yes and no. Like they don't, not to my knowledge do they have like a like a gym where it's like just baseball yeah i mean like they have like like they have like batting cages you can go to and like some of them will have like weights on the side but a lot of times like they'll double as like a like a pilates or something like that's what i've like i've realized a lot of people do because it's like whenever they don't like saturday and sunday mornings like they don't like people aren't going to go to the cage that early so like they'll like find someone to like do like Pilates classes or whatever. Oh, and right. so all the cages that they have, like the nets can like go all the way back. So it's just like one open space. And so they'll open it up for like people to come in and do those things. But mm-hmm. for the most part, they don't really have people to run like baseball workouts. Right. And so like you, every once in a while, like you'll see like some guy doing those things. And so it'll be like, Hey, like I'm doing this like class, like I'll teach you how to work out for baseball. But it's, most of the time it's like focused on like, junior seniors in high school like a little bit older 
Um, yeah, I said that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's just like you don't maybe, really see like the combination of the two. Maybe yeah. that'd be a cool little market to maybe explore. I uh, see. I think that's a cool like. I really I appreciate the fact that not all sports need the same training. That's something yeah. that's super just interesting to me. And it reminds me of Tom Brady because mm-hmm. I don't know if you know like I don't know a ton about it, but I just know that he doesn't like he doesn't do bench press right. for like max reps or he doesn't do deadlift for like four hundred pounds just because it's like there's yeah. no need to in, in the specific position as a quarterback. Right. It's like why would he need to move that much weight when he's really just you know staying in the pocket, being elusive, and, and just throwing the ball. So yeah. he like he tailors his workout specifically to his position. That makes sense. Which is why he's like the longevity he's had is you know, almost unheard of yeah. in any sport world, you know? Yeah. And then like, same with like LeBron, it's a little different with LeBron. Cause he's like he's pouring in more active. Yeah. And yeah. he's pouring in like millions of dollars into his body, which is crazy. It doesn't even, doesn't even make sense. Like he's, he's probably spent more money on his body than probably like 90% of the American population will ever make in their life. Absolutely. Like, like, yeah. like, like millions of dollars, like a year, just like to, rehab himself which is in that doesn't even make any sense but do you um what what were some of the baseball specific workouts that they had that you do well so actually i didn't even get into that until i got into college so like high school like a lot i i don't know if it was they just didn't know or high school coaches don't know yeah they just didn't really care they know the the sport but not like the mechanics or like what builds it so we would do the same workouts as everyone else um when we got into high school, a lot of it was, or not high school, when we got into college, a lot of it was like endurance stuff, if yeah. that makes sense, but like slow endurance. And then it was like a mixture of like slow endurance and then like fast action explosiveness. Mm-hmm. Cause like, that's basically what baseball is. It's like short movements that like when you're hitting a ball, it's just like a quick swing, but you got to be so powerful in that like 0.2 seconds or however long it is. Um, and so we would do like squats. When we would do squats, we would do like time squats. So you do like three seconds going down, holding it down for three seconds, and then exploding up as fast as you can with like a little jump at the top. Mm. Like, so you wouldn't do like a whole lot of weight, but like you do like five reps of that for three sets. Oh, it, it kills. kills your legs. Like, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, you see the like the difference it makes though. Cause I mean, I was like fast in high school. I wasn't like the fastest, but I was like decently fast. But when I got into college and I started like doing these like actual specific workouts to like make me faster and make me stronger in the sport, like I blew up. It was crazy. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure I like ran like, so for like football, you run like 40s. Baseball, you run 60s, like 60 yards. Like that's how they measure like speed on for the baseball field. And I think in high school, I ran. Like a seven one, which is like very average. Like most D one players will run like a six three six four, and so Jeez. like yeah. So like these are like the really fast guys. So I ran a seven one in high school, and so like very average. Like it was not, I was faster than people, but there was a lot that, of people that faster special. than me. Yeah, but I ran it. I think my sophomore year. I think we were like just kind of like testing it out, and I, th- I ran like a six seven something Jeez. like that six seven five. So just like that, like year and a half of like actually doing specific workouts, just like dropped a couple yeah. milliseconds Holy off, crap. which is like, it makes the biggest difference. It's That's like, so crazy. Yeah. yeah I, I know like f- this is not even near the same, but whenever I hit college, I, um, so basketball was my sport. I played basketball all throughout mm-hmm. high school and 
that was the only sport I played. And of course, like similar to you, the coaches don't know how to work you out. Yeah. Like, they had us doing like heavy hang cleans, heavy yeah. squats, heavy bench. When in reality, it's like, that's not what you need. You yeah. know, that's not going to get you better. That's like football workouts. It's, yeah. it's like you're trying to put on weight. But I mean, it, you look at Baylor, though, this past year. That's what they were flexing the whole time was like that they worked out with the football team. Oh, true. That's yeah. true. So I'm like, does it really work? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I guess to a certain point, yeah. it's like, yeah, who knows? But yeah. Um, yeah, so like I, we didn't do any of that stuff. And when we did, it wasn't consistent. So mm-hmm. like you never really, you got better, but like very, very, very slow. Yeah. Not like, not like if you were consistently working out like four times a week. That makes sense. And like, you know, yeah. slowly improving. It was just the name of the game in high school because basketball mm-hmm. was the focus or whatever. And then I got to college and just working out, I picked it up as like a hobby and like yeah. just like a fitness and health thing. And man, like I my basketball game improved like 10 times because of like yeah. how much stronger I was. I could in turn shoot the ball further, shoot the ball quick, like not even quicker, but I knew like I was more explosive due to the lifts I was doing. And yeah. I was like, what the heck man? Like, <laughs> yeah, it makes a big difference. I know it was weird because in, in high school I was like, okay. But in high, in college I was like, good. Like <laughs> yeah. our intramural team was like pretty good. And I was good. I was better than what I was in high school. And I was like, this is so annoying. If I would have played like this, I probably could have got like a D3 offer or something. Yeah. But it's just crazy. Like the differences that it makes when you're like actively working on something specific, like you're specifically working mm-hmm. on like a, a skill or a, a strength in a certain skill, you know? Right. Yeah. Actually, I played basketball in high school. Like I, I was like a two sport athlete did basketball and baseball. And I was actually pretty good. I, yeah. like, I think I probably could have like went to a small school to play somewhere. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was always like, cause I mean, I grew up playing it. And so it was just always something I was like, always one of the better ones in mm-hmm. my area, I guess. But yeah, no, but definitely I, I got into college, got a little bit stronger, go play in the gym, like play an open court. And you're just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, why wasn't I playing like this? Like for the long, like when I was in high school, this is yeah. crazy. But it's so for for me basketball was like i was good but you get a little nervous when you're playing an actual game and yeah like, it, it's like <laughs> so for me i was like open gym i was balling up because i didn't care i would like do not yeah i would do almost like trick type stuff but stuff <laughs> that was definitely not technical yeah and not uh, like fundamental stuff you learn and stuff you wouldn't apply to an actual game right right and like and i had this idea in my head that like okay, that stuff's for pickup and I'm going to do, uh, you know, it's very specific and, and technical things when I'm in the games. Mm-hmm. And like, for some reason, my mind just didn't like understand that it doesn't matter. Like at a certain point, like as yeah. long as you're doing what you need to do and you're doing it well, like do behind the back passes or like do like the stuff that's fun. And so whenever I would play pickup, I would do way better, be way more consistent than I was in when an actual game would come up. Yeah. And I was like, dang it, man, because in college, <laughs> I didn't care. And so that's why I was like balling so much better. Plus, I was stronger right. and faster. And did that, is that the same thing in baseball? Is it like when you play, I know it's harder to play like pickup baseball, but like, it, do you have that same um, kind of thing where you're like, oh, if I just kind of didn't care as much almost, I would be doing better in the game? I, I think it's the opposite, actually. I think it's wow. easier to play in front of fans and like in an actual game. Because like when you're in practice, like, everything feels like work yeah you know and so like the whole point of baseball is like to literally do the work to the point to where like when you're in the game doing it you're not even thinking about doing it you're just doing it mm-hmm. and so like that that's when it's like the most fun is like in the games and like 
you're diving, making plays, like turning double plays, like throwing yeah. people out, like hitting doubles and stuff. Like that's like the most fun part of baseball is like actually playing it. And like, cause, and then all the work that you put in behind it, like, I'm not gonna lie, like take ground balls for an hour in a day. Like it, it's not that fun, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean like you do it. And so like you get into the game, dude hits a shot at like some people like that was probably like the craziest thing about college is like, every guy you like every team has these like big dudes like like six two six three two twenty just Jeez. like and just hit rockets at you like they hit it and you're like if you're not already getting ready to catch it you're not gonna catch it yeah like, before they hit it that's insane yeah and so that was like always the thing is like that's why you do all these like during practice you take so many ground balls so like whenever that happens like instead of like your brain having to think about what you're doing you just like your body just does it and it's nice like memory yeah and so yeah so i definitely think like probably for baseball the, the actual games were a lot more fun and like that was when you like you have these little antics that you do with your team or like mm-hmm. little, like i say chance like you kind of stop doing chance where you like grow up a little bit or you go watch a softball game they still do chance and stuff <laughs> but like we, like we'll like would you like I always this is like the one I always tell people because it's the funniest thing you, you've seen Shrek right yeah, yeah. so the scene where um was it Lord Far- Farquaad yeah, or something yeah, like that yeah. he's like talking to the mirror and like the mirror's like showing him like his options like for girls to pick out of <laughs> and he's like which one are you gonna pick and the game show music comes on and like the dude in the back he's like pick number three my lord oh yeah and so we don't we would have this thing it was like this dude on our team he was of course he was a pitcher and he could say it perfectly. And so some, like we had like some pretty fast guys in our team that would like steal a lot and other teams knew that. So they would try to pick us off a lot. Mm-hmm. And so if they ever picked him off on the third time, oh, he was right on it every single time. He's like, pick number three, my Lord. And it was <laughs> awesome. Like you would see the first baseman laughing, like everyone in the so stands funny. would laugh. Oh, it was great. So like we'd have like little things like that and that kind of kept it more fun, but like yeah. you wouldn't do that stuff in practice. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's freaking fun, man. I, <laughs> I played uh, softball with my dad. We were talking about that earlier, like yeah. slow pitch adult, like men's league softball. And it it's fun, man. It's so yeah. fun playing. And I was just like, it made me think, why did I stop playing baseball? Because it's <laughs> so fun. And it's, you're yeah. outside, which is honestly, I think that's a cool part of the the game, like the aspect of being outside yeah. in the, the element. Because in basketball, you're indoors. You, mm-hmm. Nobody plays outdoor basketball for like, unless it's pickup ball. But it's just a fun sport, and it's America's pastime, which is mm-hmm. freaking awesome too. Do you you go to many games nowadays? Uh, yeah. So ever since I graduated college, I've been able to go to more games, mm-hmm. like just because I've been free during the season and everything. So and you're close, right? Yeah. And so I actually live probably like seven minutes from Minute Maid, and so last year I I probably went to like ten or eleven games. That's so cool. Yeah. And is it? I know it's a little different now because it's COVID and like they're not as many people in. So the tickets are a little more, but like then it was like pay 30 bucks to get a ticket and mm-hmm. like actually sit in like a good seat. And so wow. we would go every once in a while, like have a good time. I've driven by Minute Maid a couple of times. It's, it looks cool. I've never been inside of it, but yeah, it's a nice park. I, I like it a lot. And my, probably my favorite part of it is like Houston is so humid and like in the summer it gets so hot. And like and then we have that roof that can close over the top and so it's like air conditioned you can wear whatever you want in there and it's like it's comfortable so that's crazy dude. but then again like during times when it's like nice weather outside it can open up and it's like a beautiful day so. yeah dude I, I haven't been to the uh well not many people have i guess but 
the new stadium in Arlington right. for the Rangers. Yeah. I'm excited to go. I think my family's going to be going like sometime in soon, I think. They're yeah. going to go within a couple of weeks, but I'm jealous about that because it looks cool. It, I think it looks cool. People say that it looks weird, but... <laughs> it's literally Minute Maid 2.0. It, if, yeah. you, if you put them next to each other, they look the exact same, which <laughs> yeah. is crazy. But it's actually... it's the same, It was the same builder. They're the same oh. like, architect or whatever. So. That's kind of whack. Yeah. Could've, you could have changed it up a bit. It's still they still call it Globe Life though, don't they? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think it's still Globe Life. Globe Life, man. I remember I loved the original one, like the first, like the OG one that re- this one replaced. Mm-hmm. That was a cool feel. See, I never got to go to that one. I was kind of upset. Yeah, I, I I wanted to go, but I never did. And then they built the new one, so I was like, yeah, ah, kind of got the miss out. Man, there. it's so cool. I love that it was all outside. I'm sure like the the roof mm-hmm. would have been nice. I remember getting sunburned like big time <laughs> at those games. Yeah. You just, Especially like, you know, we get nosebleeds. That's like all we really get. And yeah. and so it's not a seven minute drive for us. It's like a, from Granbury. It's mm-hmm. like a close to an hour to Arlington and back or just to Arlington. Yeah. So one way is one hour. And so I remember, dude, there's nothing like being at a baseball game. A professional oh, baseball yeah. game is probably one of the most awesome sporting events you could ever go to. And yeah. it's because of like the history behind it. Mm-hmm. The, the the announcers over the loudspeaker like always going on the music playing like yeah. the chants because there are chants I don't know how global I mean how yeah no they, yeah, they do stuff yeah. yeah for sure chants and it's I can't explain it man but it's just you get this feeling like and you're just like yeah like let's go even yeah. if you don't like baseball you, it's hard <laughs> to not have fun at a yeah. baseball game because the energy in the in the in the arena is just amazing mm-hmm. it's amazing dude and I, I just remember going to those games and just loving every aspect of it, whether it's from the peanuts to the popcorn to the the ballpark pranks. Yeah, dude, it's so fun, man. I know a lot of people complain that it's like a slow game, mm-hmm. but I think like I think for TV, it's hard to watch. I think that's yeah. the, that's why a lot of people don't like it. But when you go to a game, like it's it's a good thing that it's slow because mm-hmm. if things were happening way too fast, you'd miss so much. Yeah. Like, that's why, like, if you go to, like, the basketball game, things are constantly happening. Like, if you're not paying attention, if you look away for a little bit, you're going to miss, like, 10, 12 points. Yeah. From baseball, like, you hear the crack of a bat. You can look up oh. and see what's going on. Like, I think that's probably my favorite sound is, like, especially in uh, Minute Maid, because when the, that roof is closed, <laughs> everything is so much louder. That's awesome. And so, like, that's why a lot of people talk about, like, I know, like, you go back to 2017, like, when we won the World Series, everyone, like, <laughs> the whole scandal behind it, it's, it's tough to deal with as, like, a fan, but... I bet. Like, going to those games, and... Because, actually, I went to Game 4 of the World Series. That's yeah. That's freaking awesome. And so, that that was more of, like, a pitcher's duel, so there wasn't a whole lot of hits. I think it ended up being, like, 2-3 to three or 4-2 to two or something like that. We, like, Houston lost that game, but, like... Anytime anything good happened, dude, it was like, it just felt like everyone was just screaming. It was so loud. You couldn't hear anything. It was crazy. And then like somebody hits the ball and it's like that little like moment of silence where it's like, it's just dead. And then that ball hits the ground and it's just the whole place erupts. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's crazy. Like there's no other like way to describe it. I mean, like you, like you see like these videos of like, like college football games, mm-hmm. like quarterback throws like a long long pass and then everyone's kind of like waiting for it to happen and as soon as he catches it like the whole that, like that's, oh, yeah. that's how it is for like every hit yeah like every strikeout like so like it happens so much more and like yeah. it's so much more fun to be a part of yeah i feel like no i agree 100 percent. i agree and it's first of all the crack of the bat hearing that is just it's a, yeah <laughs> it's, it's I such mean, a nice sound i'm not even like you know a 
super big baseball fan. Mm-hmm. I don't keep up with my team as much as I should, but like, dude, just hearing that crack, it's like, like it lights yeah. you up. You're like, what? Yeah. Like, that is freaking cool. I, I remember one time, so my, my good friends back home, Will and Clay, they, um, their mom somehow got tickets to like her company worked with the Rangers, I guess, partnered with them or something, mm-hmm. or somehow they always had suites. And they always had like right behind the net. And so I remember one time we went, we were right behind the net. We were legit, I think, two rows from like actual, um, what's it called? Just like floor level, right? Because it's like you have your first two rows are for like celebrities and stuff like that. And that's basically level with the ground. And then there's like a little step up and then you're like general seating, but that's expensive seating. And so we sat, we were like two rows behind that first initial two rows and Pudge was sitting there, dude. What? It was crazy, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, God, I gotta, I gotta do so. I gotta get this guy's attention. I gotta do something. Yeah. And um, man, and that was when Adrian Beltre was still playing, and really? some happened where like a ball, a foul ball, got tipped to him, because he was uh, warming up. Yeah. About to be up at bat, and he got the ball, and I looked up. I was like. Like throw it to me. Like I was like motioning to throw yeah. it to me. And he looked up at the net and then he threw it and it was short and Pudge caught it. Oh man. And I was like, okay, like what's gonna happen? <laughs> Pudge pulls out a marker, signs it, turns around and gives it to the kid next to us. No. I was like, oh my gosh, you're lucky you're a kid, man. Uh, I know, that's oh. that's always the hardest thing now is like, dude. I think I got one ball when I was a kid. Yeah. But like now it's so hard to do because like they just always want to give them to the kids. I'm yeah. like, hey, bro, like I want one too. Dude, I know, I'm a kid at heart. <laughs> like give me one of them things. Yeah. Um, And I, I remember I went to another game where it was the game where Rugden Odor punched uh but oh, you were at that game. I was at that game, oh, bro. Man. He punched him right in the jaw. It was the craziest thing. The crowd erupted. <sighs> we were like, we weren't doing that good that game. Yeah, it was. It was like a. It was a close game. It was but close. It, yeah, but we were like the the Rangers just weren't playing that good. And yeah. What's his name? What's his first name? Which Runet or I don't know how to say Batista. It. Oh, Jose Batista. It's Jose. Okay, yeah. so Jose Batista. Um, was on second, right? Or was he on short? He was, no, he, he was on first, and so the play like it was a. Who slid? Jose Batista okay, slid so he just into hit Odor. It. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And then it was like kind of like a dirty slide, or at least Odor thought it was. And so, oh, no, it was. <laughs> yeah. So they started pushing, <laughs> and then he just socked him right in the jaw. And there wasn't too many people there, but the stadium erupted, dude. Oh, that's right. It was so freaking cool. And I was like, let's go. Like, we were <laughs> yeah. in the nosebleeds. Fight night. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's go. Mom, did you see that? She was like, yeah. It was so freaking cool, man. Yeah. There's just nothing like a baseball game, though. Everyone, see, everyone goes to the game kind of hoping there's gonna be a brawl. <laughs> <laughs> like they're always fun to watch when like stuff actually happens. Probably my favorite one. Uh, I always forget the guy's name. Ah, uh, he's like this big lefty pitcher for the Reds. Um, gosh, I, I can't remember his name, but I just remember like there was one. They were like tripping at him the whole, or they weren't tripping at him. They were tripping at the, like the guy was pitching before him the whole game, mm-hmm. and like they were tripping at everybody on the Reds team. And he finally gets like he gets pulled in the pitch, and he's throwing. They're like still tripping. On it. Probably throws like three or four pitches, mm-hmm. and basically just calls the like calls time, gets the coach to come out there. He's like kind of like bowing up to the dugout, and of course they're still tripping at him. Coach gets out there. You can kind of see him, uh, like kind of cover his mouth so he can't really say it, but. 
his body language basically he's just like hey coach i'm about to go fight them like yeah. get somebody else to come pitch like i'm, I'm like peru about to go fight him <laughs> and i think it was uh john boy you know like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did like a breakdown it's it's really funny if you want to go watch it um like he's like i'm gonna go fight him the coach is like really you're gonna fight him he's like yeah and then so you kind of just see him turn around to the dugout he's like hey get somebody throw in and then so he basically just like hands up the ball, taps him on the butt, and just literally just takes off at the the, the team's dugout. And of course at this time, like I think this dude's like six five. Oh my god! And like just ripped. And so like you see this big guy coming at you like that, you're like, what the hell? like what do I do? <laughs> and so like, they're like whoa whoa whoa, and then he just comes in flying, just hammering throw like punches, and it was probably one of the craziest ones I've ever seen. This is on TV, but like still yeah. yeah. That's awesome. You always gotta hope it's gonna happen in the game you go to. <laughs> so, you've been, at least according to your social media, you've been traveling a lot. Yeah, um, that's kind of part of. <laughs> I got to give credit to my girlfriend. She's been a big traveler ever since she was able to, and so mm-hmm. she's kind of been able to expand my horizons on the traveling aspect of things. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's it's been a cool part of our relationship. I think. Um, I mean, before we started dating, I had only been to a couple places, like only been on a plane three times, I think. And so mm-hmm. ever since we started dating, I've doubled that now and we've gone to some cool places and gotten to go around some places I probably wouldn't have gone to. So have you gone out of the country? Uh, we went to Mexico, okay, uh, Mexico. To Cabo. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the only one, but I mean, we have plans to go to, uh, was it France? She's done. She did. Uh, was it studying abroad over there? And so she has like a family that she can stay with and stuff. So we once like COVID yeah ends and stuff, we're gonna go hang out over there because she has like a friend. Um, they're like the same age, and so like they became really close. And she was staying over there, and oh, like freaking awesome. She would come over here every once in a while. So they've like been close for a long time, and so how crazy is that? I know, right? So it was like that's kind of cool. I want to go to France. Yeah. <laughs> It works out. R- Randomly, Taylor just brought up France. She like sent me an airplane ticket thing. And she's like, "Yeah, that's I mean, it. they're gonna be cheap right now, but it's like yeah. they're still kind of close, so it's not really mm-hmm. going into anything too fun." Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I think the only place I've been that's like out of the norm. I've been in California. I've been just in mm-hmm. state, and we're taking a trip to Hawaii right. uh, in May. I think you can consider that overseas. I know it's yeah. like it's like the, the states, but it's like yeah. out away from everything. It's in this. It's technically the states, but it's not the states. Yeah, too. yeah. Which is so strange. But you ever been? No. See, I've never been like that far west. Yeah. Um, I think because I just got back from Las Vegas last weekend, and like that was the farthest west I've ever been. Really? Yeah. Wow. And so that that was a fun trip though. And then so I've been That's to dope. Vegas. I've gone to Keystone in Colorado. Went up to New York for a little bit, and then oh, uh, that's right. yeah. just kind of all around Florida. And then South Carolina, South Carolina. I was, yeah. I've been in North Carolina yeah. for work, but it was still cool. Um, we got like an Airbnb, maybe, I guess it's called Uptown. Right. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's <laughs> yeah. called Uptown. And we were like, I think seven minute walk mm-hmm. from Uptown. And so at night I would, we would do our, you know, photo shoots during the day. And then at night I would walk and I would just go chill at the bars and go That's see cool. the scenery by myself it was freaking yeah. cool super different though it would have been cool to have like somebody there with me but yeah. like the boss i was with was just like no nah, i'm gonna chill in like, like go do your thing uh, <laughs> yeah and i was like it was a cool opportunity but it wasn't super fun just because i was like didn't have a car i didn't really like uber i didn't want to uber or anything yeah. but it was still cool but i've been to north carolina 
I've been to, you know, like Kansas. Yeah, just like random places. Oklahoma. Yeah, like. Yeah, no, I think I like I've gone to a couple other states, but it's like it wasn't anything. No, like no, notable. Yeah, like I went to Tennessee for we went to Memphis for like a we had a like a tournament there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that was cool, but like most of it we were just playing baseball, so I wasn't like going right. around and seeing the city and everything. But I feel that. Um, and then oh, and of course went to Atlanta. Uh, I went there with my girlfriend. That's where her mom lives. So, so you know, like the the popular street that are like it's all the songs it's like Peach Street or yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So that's where her mom like her mom lives on that street, no which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I was like, that's so weird. But it's like it's not like downtown Peach Street. It's like a little bit further. Like yeah. The extension of it. Wow, that's freaking cool. Yeah. And so that was kind of cool to go. Um, but actually, so when we went to South Carolina, I actually went there to play baseball. So we went for like a like a summer league thing so it was just like the month of june but so the year i went um was the same year that coastal carolina won the national championship that year <laughs> wow and so there's like from where we were staying their school was like 10 to 15 minutes away what and so like they were playing at the same time we were there and so like when they were playing like we would go to like the bars and stuff that were like down like by like their school and the atmosphere was just crazy. Oh, like that's awesome. Yeah, I have so many like experiences, like memories from being down there. Like mm-hmm. it was so much fun. That's like, super cool. Just the timing of it all. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, the only experience I have similar to that is like te- when Texas Tech went to the national championship. Oh yeah. It, I mean that was just in Lubbock. Yeah. But it got freaking crazy. I'm like, sure. People were th- legit on Broadway, which is like the bar street. Mm-hmm they were flipping cars over like oh my God. This, all the students <laughs> ran out into the street and they were just going crazy. I think a car got lit on fire. That's crazy. Nuts. I don't, I don't why would you even do that? I don't it? even know. I don't know why that's fun, but it just really just goes to show you the kind of people that go to Texas Tech. Yeah. Freaking lunatics. But yeah. I love, I love every single one of them. We were, me and my roommate, Brendan were just chilling at the house and we were mm-hmm. watching it on Twitter or something. Somehow it yeah. was like, we were able to watch it on Twitter or keep, like watch updates. Right. And uh, we were like, should we go? Should we go? And then it got too like rowdy. People started flipping cars and we were like, ah, we'll, no. just, we'll, just, <laughs> we'll just stay back for this one. Yeah. But it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, have you ever been to, you never been to California? No, so I've never been to California. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've been telling Daniel next time he goes down, we gotta, he's gonna let me know so we can go with y'all. Yeah. Dude, that'd be freaking cool. Um, Adrian goes there for work sometimes. Yeah, that man's flying everywhere. I don't know where he's going. <laughs> he's everywhere at all times. Uh, Wex is what we call him around these parts. But we, yeah, he, that makes sense. <laughs> he, dude, he, he was like, dude, next time I go to San Fran, come with me. And I was like, no, actually, I said that to him. I was like, dude, next time you go to San Fran, let me come with you. Yeah, because he just goes for work for like a couple of days and yeah. like you know work. It's all paid for. So I'm like, dude, let me, I'll buy my own ticket. Just let me stay in your hotel and yeah. I'll just explore while you're working. And he's like, all right, so maybe we can get like a, a group or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> Tells like, hey, I'm going to need a three bed, <laughs> three bedroom uh, like, suite. Like, <laughs> I just need it. <laughs> yeah. Just, just in case. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for Hawaii, man. I'm yeah. It should be a fun trip. It's going to so. be crazy. I mean, not like in a weird way or like a party way, but. I've never been. Yeah. I first of all, I get super motion sick, and so I'm a little worried about the flight and the traveling. Do you I've, fly a lot? At all? I've no, not a lot. I've flown a couple of times, mm-hmm. like a handful of times, but um, it's super spaced out. And so whenever I was younger, I would fly 
I remember getting like motion sick and so I would just go to sleep. I can sleep yeah. anywhere and so I would just sleep on the plane. And so uh, Vegas is a, like the place I, I've flown to the most, I'd say, because mm-hmm. my grandma lives like right on the outskirts. And oh, okay. So yeah. I've been there quite a few times, but uh, dude, oh my gosh, I cannot handle like motion like that. It just, really? I bought these funny looking glasses. Um, <laughs> Taylor sent me this Instagram thing I don't know if you know this, but my brother and my and Taylor, they both follow these accounts that are like Amazon hacks. And so these people will basically <laughs> find items on Amazon that are like potentially valuable or useful to you. Yeah. And they'll just kind of review them. And so they sent me <laughs> one. It was like a motion sickness hack. And it's goggles. It basically looks like a pair of goggles, right? They're like right. legit circular like lenses. But in the middle, there's no actual lens, right? And then on the rim of that, it looks like a level. You know how when you have a level, there's yeah. liquid in there? Well, there's liquid. There's an actual blue liquid in there, and it sits level. like It's supposed to simulate the horizon. And so you have these things on. You have the horizon in your peripheral view, and there's circles here and there's circles here, what? all with the blue liquid. And so like when you move, that liquid moves, and it's supposed to somehow connect your, your equilibrium to your, your vision, which is why you're motion sickness occurs is because you're thrown off and right. like you're moving all the time your equilibrium is thrown off and then they say people say to like look at the horizon like if you've ever been on a boat yeah they say try to keep your eye on the horizon and it'll help yeah and so that's essentially what these goggles do and so huh. i'm just hoping they work because we have like an 11 hour travel day oh we have like dude we're gonna fly to vegas and then we're gonna fly to california and then we're gonna fly to hawaii and it's a, it's like a, a long flight. It's a five hour flight to Hawaii, but yeah. like, you know, we have like a two hour flight and then like an hour and a half flight and then that five hour flight. Yeah. And like, we're leaving at Austin at 7.30 a.m. And we're getting to Hawaii at 1.30 in the afternoon. Wow. Because the time difference. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's so weird. It to doesn't think even about, yeah. make sense. We're going to be traveling for 11 hours, but get there in the middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to have the rest of the day to do whatever. I mean, so that, like, probably throw up. that kind of happened to me. So we were in Vegas, like, you're in Vegas. You're not going to go to sleep very early. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think pretty much every night we were there, we didn't go to bed till like 4 a.m. And so we get back. When we finally came back, I was like, it was like 12 o'clock. And I was like, it's kind of about time I normally start getting tired. Oh, wait, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what, like, what's happening? And then it gets a two. And then like, okay, that's when I'm starting to get tired because it's like the time difference. Yeah. About the same. It was, it was just weird. Like, yeah. Super strange how that yeah. works, man. I can't believe there's, you know, like, comedians and like bands they travel all the time all across the country sometimes yeah they're on their own time so (laughs) dude i don't know how they do that i've heard that working out like right when you land helps uh kind of jump start your body back into like a rhythm because you're like super fatigued and tired but like if you can just kind of get your body moving and rolling then yeah it's supposed to just i guess shock your body back into Mm -hmm. normal stuff yeah quote unquote but so that's the plan when i get there i'm gonna we're gonna like get our Uber or our car to get our actual rental car. Yeah. And then we're going to try to find our hotel and work out like immediately. Cause I'm going to be dead. I want to be <laughs> sick to my stomach. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm gonna have to pop some, pop some pills. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Mom. <laughs> I, I've broken. I've broken. Yeah. I'm gonna take some drama. mean, dude. Um, Jax, let's wrap this thing up, dude. All right. We're, uh, we're at a good point where we can stop, man. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man, it's fun. <laughs> is it, you know how long we've been doing this? Is like for almost, 
we started like 12:45, so like over an hour. Yeah, it's, it's been over an hour and it went by super quick. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's nuts. This thing is gonna be crazy. But you have a shoot tonight with Daniel, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm um, for that. Check up, check out Jackson on his Instagram. Go ahead, shout out your socials, bro. Uh, my name. So my last name is Godoy. It's G O D O Y. You just basically spell that backwards. It's Yo Dog. So all my all my ads are at Yo Dog underscore Jax. It's J A X. So Yo Dog Jax. At Yo Dog Jax, baby. Yeah. Just on, on Call of Duty too. So hit him up if you play COD. <laughs> Actually, don't because we already got a squad. Yeah, yeah. We don't need anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, man. thank you, man. <laughs>